views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have you join us here. Yeah. We're thrilled to be doing Awakened Living Radio with my co-host today, T.J. Woodward. Now, today's topic, remembering our wholeness. If you want to find out more about us, go to TransformationTalkRadio.com or TheDrPatShow.com. Lots of information there. I'm so thrilled to be talking to T.J., author, spiritual teacher. He is somebody that is not just the author of Conscious Being, but is somebody that takes a message out into the world on a daily basis. And what is that message about? Well, for today, you know, today's message is going to be about remembering our wholeness. Whether TJ is facilitating an awakening living retreat, like the one we're going to tell you about, or is speaking with people one-on-one each Sunday, You know, he is somebody that understands the pathway to wholeness because he's had to go down the yellow brick road. And, you know, for many of us, we've we've taken that journey down the road. Now, how is it we get to stand up each day in life and look at ourselves as conscious beings or to even believe to think that we are people that can have levels of awakening to create the lives we want. He's a founding minister of Awakened Living Spiritual Center in San Francisco and the author of the book, Conscious Being, Awakening to Your True Nature. He's also the host of Awakened Living TV and Awakened Living Radio. Today, joining me here today, get ready for the conversation. Yeah, wholeness, what it is and what it isn't. Welcome to the show, TJ. What a great topic. Wow, thank you, Pat. I just, I'm so honored to be back with you, and, and I agree. I mean, this is a topic that I think is the foundation of my life's work, so I'm really grateful to really dive deep into this topic of our wholeness. Yeah, and, you know, this is, for me, it is having a conversation where uh, we start out by asking the question, wholeness. Uh, is that something we're even supposed to think is important? And let's start with that conversation. I mean, we hear the term wholeness, but I don't think many of us know what that means. And, you know, we can look at it from a very academic point of view, but then we could also look at it from a very, how should I say it, um, uh, you know, esoteric point of view. What is wholeness? And how is it that it's become uh, something in the world that we now refer to 
on a regular basis. So it's like we don't even have to be the Dalai Lama now to get it, right? That's absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, one of the one of the ways I I talk about it in my book is that there have been a few masters throughout history that we've known about. I'm sure there have been more that have reached this uh, state of whether we call it enlightenment or awakening or wholeness. I can I use those interchangeably. Um, what what's happening now is that we are all embracing this this wholeness and what these great masters came to teach. We're now practicing in our life in a daily basis and it's really a powerful time to be alive i'm so grateful for this you know so wholeness what is it how does it show up what does it look like it's it's interesting um when i often when i say that we had come into this world whole and perfect uh, it seems to spark some debate i i had someone recently say to me it feels more like we come in blank meaning that nothing's been imprinted on it. And I think in a way that's kind of uh, semantic because we may be talking about one and the same. So I'm operating under the knowing and experience that we come in as spiritual beings, whole and complete or perfect. The ego hasn't been developed yet. And I know that that's really what um, takes us out of an experience of our true nature, which is um, oneness with source energy or oneness with, with the divine. So wholeness really, to me, is knowing the truth of who and what I am and that each of us are part of this divine energy um, and that we're not separate from that. So in, in, in a sense, what we're talking about is actually returning or knowing at a very deep level our true nature, which is not the ego or the collection of stories or beliefs that we have about ourselves. So, you know, in the world we live in, right, how is it that we come to discover the power or shall we say level of empowerment that wholeness brings to the forefront you know i made a i made a comment before about the dalai lama because you know when you say things like uh wholeness we like to point to people that are out there right somehow how should i say it out there floating around um you, you know that we think are on a higher level and I and I, I say that because we really do think that, you know, we think there are folks that are out there on a higher level and that achieving wholeness slash oneness is something that is for those folks. Tell me a little bit about wholeness and the day to day lives we live. Yeah, well, I want to speak to what you're referring to in yeah. terms of these great teachers or these enlightened beings that we look to. The thing that's fascinating is every one of those beings will be saying some version of this is available to each of us. And through our own egoic lens, um, we're saying it's for them and not for me. And yet if we actually hear them, because I know that every teacher, I mean, the Buddha came here 2,500 years ago to teach how we remove attachment and clinging and aversion and offered us a path for our own enlightenment. And yet many people... Uh, we'll refer to the Buddha as the enlightened being, but not recognizing that what he was actually telling us is that we're all not only capable of it, but it's what we're really here to do on the planet. So, you know, we, we live now, I, I can speak about our Western culture, just because that's where I was born, you know, this time around. And, um, you know, we're very, very fascinated by doing. And I know we talked about this in our last show, but um, the reason I came to the title Conscious Being for my book is this great quote from Eckhart Tolle, simply said, Conscious Being leads to Conscious Doing. And so early in life, you know, I 
was taught a whole lot of things that didn't support wholeness, you know, about competition and separation and good and bad and right and wrong. And I became a fragmented self. Uh, now doing the work that I do, I recognize that this is the common human experience, and most of us can at least remember a time when we were very little that we had absolute presence and curiosity about the world, that that was the state in which we came into this planet being. And so um, one way to say it in our everyday life is to really move away from doing and more into being. And then when we have conscious being, that can lead to more conscious doing. Uh, you know, a day-to-day, day-to-day conscious doing and conscious doing, you know, what is the equation of conscious doing that brings us to the place where we get to say we're all in? Because I think this is really part of the journey along the way where we evaluate ourselves and we take a look at, you know, where we are in our lives and ask ourselves the question, well, some people ask the question, TJ, you know, is this all there is? Other people ask the question, uh, you know, in their lives, will I ever be happy? Other people ask questions about, will I ever live a prosperous, healthy, loving life? So there are all these questions, with, questions which suggest that we're missing something, whether we're comparing ourselves to someone else or simply looking at our lives and saying, I am just not feeling enough today. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you spoke so beautifully to some of those pivotal moments in people's lives. I know when when I, I work with clients that um, quite often have the material success, they've built the careers, they may have the family, and they come to that point where that beautiful question you ask, which is, is this all there is? And that's certainly a place where people can move more deeply into a spiritual path. Sometimes it's addiction, and I know we're, we're, we're going to talk more about that today, I hope, because um, addiction is, is such a big part of this and how we define addiction. Um, and then there, it, there are those people that just want a more prosperous and healthy life and to be happy. And so I guess the question is, how do we do this, right? Because that's ultimately the question so many people ask. And to me, it starts with a framework of recognizing that I don't have to learn anything, but this is about unlearning all those stories of uh, separation, of competition, and really returning back to something that is more true and more essential. Um, You know, maybe as the show goes on, we can talk about some of the tangible ways to do that that have been powerful in my own life and in my my work with clients as well. Absolutely. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what that journey was like and talk about, you know, what is it that we can talk about? And addictions fall into many, many categories. What are they? Why are they in our lives? And why are we talking about them so often? whether you're watching television or listening to a show, you know, what is it about addictions now that are showing up in many ways? You know, it used to be alcohol and drug addictions, but now there are many. Everything from the internet to food uh, to, to relationships and much more. But what is it about addictions that we believe we are on the journey to substitute our lives Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back.
Each month, listen to Live More Radio with co-host Ali Katz. Join Ali and Dr. Pat as Ali introduces new ways to bring balance back to your life through meditation, sleep, and exercise techniques so you can live your truly authentic life. Stress less, live more. To learn more about Ali, visit livemoreradio.com. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention its tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basile is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. For more information about us, go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. TJ, let's make sure we give folks information about you, the best website to go to, and then please tell us about, you know, the retreat that you're planning. Oh, yes, thank you. The best way to find out about everything I'm doing is on TJWoodward.com. There you can learn about my book, my radio show, my TV show, and also our spiritual community, Awakened Living in San Francisco, Uh, and we're having a retreat October 16th, 17th, and 18th in Mill Valley in this beautiful mansion, 20-bedroom mansion on, I think, 30 acres, and we'll have the entire uh, site for the retreat. The theme is Deepen Your Authentic Connection. It's going to be very experiential. I'll be uh, co-facilitating with Reverend Joan Stedman, who's one of the founding members of the Agape Spiritual Center, and Karsten Spencer, who's a wonderful energy healer. Uh, we still have four uh, places left for this incredible retreat. It includes six meals, Friday night, all day, Saturday, Saturday night, and half of Sunday. 
for the best place to look uh, for that is either on our meetup page, Awakened Living, or um, again, tjwoodward.com. You can click on the, the um, Awakened Living tab and you'll find out about the retreat that way. Awesome. Thank you. Um, I would like to talk with you about this thing that we referred to before as addiction. And I say addiction, but I don't put it, I don't say it really, um, what do I want to say? I, I don't say it without speaking um, about the broad range of the world that we live in today. And, you know, it used to be that when you said the word addiction, everybody went to drugs, correct? Correct. Um, then we got educated and people went to other forms of addiction, mainly alcohol. But now we're living in a world where I never thought in a million years that I, me, you and I would be sitting here talking about addiction to the Internet. Right. And I'm not even talking about it. And, and, and let's take that further and start to talk about it's not just the Internet. It's addiction to pornography and, you know, on and on and on it goes. How do you define addiction? And, you know, what do you think the reason is for so outwardly much of it being talked about today? Well, thank you. And I think that at the root of addiction, um, and, and I'm careful the way I say this because I yeah. don't want to, you know, um, minimize people's experience of having an extreme physical addiction to a, a powerful drug or alcohol. Um, the work that I do, I've been doing work off and on for over 25 years in the field of addiction recovery, but really full time now for the last eight years serving as spiritual directors of treatment centers here in the Bay Area. I'm currently the spiritual director of Foundations Intensive Outpatient Program. And so I look at uh, addiction through the lens of spirituality. And so when we're talking, the reason that it ties into our conversation today so beautifully is when we are talking about wholeness or that we have forgotten our wholeness, or another way to say that is we are a fragmented self, we are going to reach and grab for things outside of ourselves to try to help us feel some sense of connection. Um, to me, at the root of addiction is a sense of disconnection, disconnection from ourselves, disconnection from spirit, disconnection from each other. Um, many people that... Uh, are in an active addiction, not everyone, but many people had um, trauma early in life or abusive childhood or didn't get the love and connection that they needed spiritually. And so there's a closing off or a shutting down. There's a separation from our own wholeness and oneness. And then many people walk through that, you know, often later in childhood, carrying this great sense of emptiness or this deep well of um, disconnection deep within, and then when they find something like drugs or alcohol or sex or shopping uh, or gambling, you know, something that gives that adrenaline or gives that sense of connection, really, uh, they become or we become as a culture addicted to it because it helps us, quite frankly, to either A, feel better, or B, if we're more honest, it's not to feel bad or not to feel that disconnection. So that, to me, is really at the root of addiction. It is this loss of our knowing or our sense of our wholeness and connection, quite simply said. Um, and who are the people that you work with? I mean, tell us about, you know, are people coming to you, um, you know, and, and, and saying, hey, by the way, I'm addicted, 
or is it something that you have to sort of flush out or something that shows up in in behavior well it's it, it you know every person is an individual and i am so so blessed to be working for foundations we were one of the pioneers in the 1990s of dual diagnosis addiction uh, and it's it, what what we believe in is meeting every person where they're at because quite quite uh, traditionally i guess you will in uh, the treatment the addiction treatment world there was kind of a one size fits all model that was trying tried to be applied to every person so when you when you ask where people are coming from i could say yes to every single one of them it, it, it's the person that addiction has gotten so painful they've lost their job they've lost their wife or, or husband or girlfriend or boyfriend that they're destitute they're living on the street that's what we classically think of a lot as addiction so certainly those people you know i work with those people more often it's people that recognize that what they thought was bringing them relief is now actually bringing them more separation more fear and more disconnection so they're, you know, either drinking or using sex or using shopping or using the Internet as a way to kind of numb out. And they come to a place where they say, I just don't want to live this way anymore. I want a more um, dynamic, connected, loving life. So people come. And then, of course, there's always the people that come because someone else in their life thinks they have a problem. Those are the ones that are a little bit more difficult to work with because uh, when addiction when we believe that what we're using, whatever that is, still works, we don't call it addiction. We call it fun, right? So <laughs> when someone thinks it's fun, but someone, maybe their partner thinks this isn't so much fun, there's a little more denial to break through there potentially. Um, you know, but in, in the world that we live in, I mean, how does this show up and affect our lives? I mean, we are looking really right now at the fact that this is, you know, a, a game changer, a game changer. And what that means is, you, you know, what does a game changer mean? It means that we can't live normal lives, right? And what is even normal these days? But, you know, it, it, the addiction of any kind means that we're going to focus our whole life around this thing we're addicted to. Uh, and that in itself causes us to do things in life that hurt other people, and even though we don't realize it, you know, disconnect from the world. Let's talk about something like internet addiction. People say, what is the big deal, Pat? You know, what is the big deal about internet addiction? And, you know, why is that such a concern? But let's talk about the level of addiction and the very nature of addiction. We're not talking about me and you sitting down and having a few minutes at the internet here. We're talking about not being able to turn it off. And by the way, might as well talk about cell phone addiction. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, it's very timely for me. I, I had someone that, that, that lovingly pointed out that I spend a lot of time on my cell phone. You know, we're so, there's, there's a couple of things I can say. You know, one, I think we've talked already kind of about the at the root of addiction is there's a sense of a lost self. And so we're grabbing outside of ourselves for anything to help us to either feel better or not feel this emptiness, right? So establishing that as the root of addiction, then we look at just about anything that feels good, um, we can get addicted to. And so then along comes technology, right? These technological advances. I mean, you know, we talk about the, addic the addiction, um, you know, classically with drugs and alcohol, et cetera. Well, inter the internet and, and cell phones in the way that we have them are such a new phenomenon that we're really entering new territory. And part of what 
feeds the addiction is a culture of needing it right now. You know, everything is so instantaneous. I think that one of the things that drives cell phone addiction and internet addiction is I might miss something. I might not get that email. I might not see that Facebook post. It, it, it's become uh, a phenomenon in itself. It's, it's almost like people are creating virtual lives um, on social media. So there's so many different components to why we would get addicted to internet. But the way I look, I look at, through it uh, at the at the spiritual uh, level, and that is what do I feel is missing in me, or what have I separated from that keeps me desiring something outside of myself to fix something. And the way that I say it is, I recognize that nothing needs to fix us because we're actually not broken. We just have a belief we are. And that's that's a conversation I would love to get into to talk about the core false beliefs that we carry around and how that impacts our lives, in particular how it feeds addiction. Oh, you bet. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about that and much more. You know, for those of you out there, if you've got a comment or question, phone line is open, 1-800-930-2819. TJ, one more time, tell folks how they can find out more about you, how they can, you know, watch you on TV or any other place they want to watch you. Yeah, tjwoodward.com. I just redid the website. It's one-stop shop. You can see everything that I do right there. I love it. Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, we're going to be talking about this world that we live in, this world that enables us to live life full out. But can we? Can we? Is it even possible to live life full out if we are in the throes of addiction? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Fickle my heart and how woozy my eyes I struggle to find any truth in your lies Now my heart stumbles on things I don't know My weakness I feel I must finally show Each month, listen to Live More Radio with co-host Allie Katz. Join Allie and Dr. Pat as Allie introduces new ways to bring balance back to your life through meditation, sleep, and exercise techniques so you can live your truly authentic life. Stress less, live more. To learn more about Allie, visit livemoreradio.com. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention it's tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. 
Are you ready for a radical shift in your way of being? Are you seeking a more deeply connected and fulfilling life? Awakened Living Radio is a show dedicated to helping you embrace a life filled with profound peace, connection, and happiness. TJ Woodward is passionate about helping you find your clarity, balance, and purpose. Join co-host TJ Woodward and Dr. Pat Basili on the first Monday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for Awakened Living Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basili is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. bodies we will die where you invest your love wow hey everybody welcome back welcome back to the show um you know tj woodward joining me here today you know what we're talking about here is um you know one of the things that we don't talk enough about but we're talking about remembering our wholeness and you know what affects our wholeness what affects us from stepping into that place you know we talked a bit about the shadow you know, and I think part of this is this conversation, TJ, about spiritual bypass, you know, and what spiritual bypass is. And, uh, you know, it's a term that maybe people have not been familiar with, but what is it and how does it show up uh, as it relates to wholeness and addiction? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So spiritual bypass is a term that really means um, I'm not wanting or willing or able to go into some of the deeper work, meaning addressing what we call the shadow, which is, you know, the shadow, I think, uh, the concept perfected by Carl Jung, which is that which is repressed in our subconscious, uh, those things that I'm either not able or willing to look at. We often think of them in the, in the negative terms, like those, those parts of myself, those dark, darker aspects that I bury. There's also a lot of what we would call, um, you know, some of, sometimes our abilities and our, our goals and our hopes are also buried there. But when those get buried, you know, the conscious mind literally doesn't know that's what's happening. And so a few things, a few things show up um, in terms of shadow. 
One is we, uh, we project onto others what really is going on within ourselves so we can easily see parts of ourselves in other people and we judge those, but we don't recognize always that we have them within ourselves. And so, you know, we, we might call that denial as another way to say the shadow. You know, we go into denial. This isn't me. This is about them. So the reason this, there's a great interplay with addiction, and then I'll, I'll get to like what spiritual bypass is, is addiction is really a form of that, right? So we're not really willing to or able to look at kind of the cause because, you know, um, addiction, addiction is a symptom of something going on. And quite often, even in the recovery movement, um, a lot of people want to just focus on the symptom. In other words, if he just quits drinking, everything will be okay. Well, if, if a person that is addicted quits drinking or using or, you know, addicted to the internet, that's usually where it, the work begins because we've taken away one of the solutions. And again, what we talked about before the break was this deep core of emptiness or this sense of separation from our wholeness. So spiritual bypass is a term that, um, in my own experience, I'll share my, my spiritual bypass moment or moment. I came into a spiritual teaching that was all about manifesting and affirmations. And so I quickly grabbed on to, I want to manifest my perfect life, I want the perfect partner, the perfect job, and I'm going to use affirmations to do that. Um, a, a good friend of mine frames it this way, using affirmations without doing the deeper inner work is like putting icing on stale bread and calling it cake, right? <laughs> Until we get in and do some of that deeper work that we might call shadow work, um, nothing's going to change permanently in our lives. We keep replicating the same thing. And as long as it's in our unconscious, we call it fate, right? We don't recognize that we're creating that based on our, our core beliefs, our core ideas about ourselves in the world. And so any kind of work that's only on the surface, we could call spiritual bypass, or we might be part of a spiritual community where we only want to talk about the light or the love or the or God and not really get down to what's going on, or even be in a community where it's safe to bring our shadow. Um, because what we know about shadow work is until we're able to bring that into the con into conscious awareness, it literally cannot change. It will keep running our life from deep programming, and we have no idea it's happening. That's why we hear people saying, I can't believe my third husband, and it was I married the same guy three times, and I, he seemed so different. How did he end up being the same? So that that's kind of an overview of, of spiritual bypass and the shadow and how that would relate to addiction. Well, what is it, you know, when we use the term spiritual bypass, the question is, what are we bypassing? I think we're bypassing looking at some of that those core beliefs and those core ideas. Um, in, in some way, uh, it's, it's the most painful process that any of us have to go through of really uh, looking in the mirror and not in a judgmental or negative way, but really looking in the mirror and saying, in what way are my core beliefs and ideas about the world creating my reality? And then how do I go about looking at them and living beyond that story. And, and I know, Pat, that you and I, in an hour, are only going to be able to give kind of an overview of this. The deeper work is usually done in community or with a trusted uh, counselor or coach that will help us really address what those core decisions are. It may have been um, things that we buried through traumatic experience early, or it may be living in a culture that is so fixated with achievement and we know there's something much greater or something much deeper in, in terms of how we want to live, 
again, we want more connection, more happiness, more love. And we are, in a way, our, our culture is obsessed with trying to find that externally. And the more we achieve externally, it usually is the less we feel yeah. connected or love. So that's that vicious cycle of what we might call addiction. Yeah. And, you know, we have this idea of a limitation of our lives, our worlds, our moments, you know, many, many aspects. Let's talk about limitation for a minute. And, you know, there's 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 a there's an expression. I, I never forgot the, the line from it was a film that came out recently um, and the guy's about a piano player, and you know the guy is 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 whiplashes movie, and the guy is having a face to face with this kid that later towards the end of the movie, and he said, you know, you know the two most destructive words that have ever been used are good job, and I yeah. I thought about that. It was such a powerful moment in the movie, and I had to really process what that meant, but the question mark really is you know does good job even represent the higher order of awakening to neutralize the limitations that we sense for ourselves in the world you know and I would love for you to talk about that for a minute because you know if we are in this place of limitation as opposed to unlimitation uh, it is really a door or doors that we put up around anything that we could possibly imagine that doesn't seem feasible. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I have not seen that movie, and that's incredibly powerful. And I absolutely agree with that, that those words are incredibly destructive. And on the surface, one might say, well, how can that be? Uh, and because when we say good job, we're, we're offering that there is limitation, right? So that means, oh, wow, that means I did, it must have been a bad job before, or wherever there's good, there must be bad. Um, what we're talking about here, Pat, is really a revolutionary change in consciousness. And as Albert Einstein says, you know, a, a problem cannot be solved from the consciousness that created it. And so as long as we believe in competition and good and bad and right and wrong, we can't shift because it's limited, even, even if we um, are happy and even if we love our jobs. When I, when I am focused on that as the good, uh, that's still limited. And what we're talking about is tapping into an unlimited reality, uh, a world beyond limitation. And, you know, quantum physics now is showing us that we are part of an infinite field. And when we choose, comes into manifestation, and that, that's maybe not the best way to say it, but we choose it based on its limitation, and that's what we experience. But we do have the ability as spiritual beings to live beyond our story, and that is very different than changing our story. And if you want, we can get more into stories and, and beliefs and ideas and how that affects how we experience the world, if you'd like. Yeah, I mean, part of this is really looking at the world and looking at ourselves. And what lens are we going to look from, though? This is the question. What does the wholeness lens look like, TJ? What does the wholeness yeah. lens look like? Because if I don't really know what I'm shooting for, you know, am I going to do the things that are going to help me get there? Isn't that the question, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and thank you for saying that, because that is, is really powerful, Um because it's not about us striving for anything. It's about us living beyond. And, and so 
many teachings, so much therapy, so many support groups are really about changing the story. You know, it really, it is. It's about if I can change the story to one that's more useful, I can be happier. But what, what I'm talking about and what we're talking about now in this new paradigm of consciousness is literally moving beyond and letting go of any story I have. So questioning everything and not striving or clinging for something, but tapping into this essential being. Uh, and, and I love your question of how do we, I mean, I think there's a couple of questions. One, yeah. how, do, how do we know we're doing that? And two, how do we get there? So maybe we can talk more about that. Yeah, let's take a short break. And when we come back, let's get right into it. Because, you know, this is really, you know, talking about the end game now. You know, what do we want that end game to be for ourselves? And I think that is the question, right? Um, yeah, and short yeah. answer is freedom, and we can talk more about that. <laughs> exactly. Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, we're going to talk about what's the end game. Have you ever thought about the end game in your life? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. TJ Woodward in the house. Tired of traditional talk? People pontificating about this or that, the left or the right. Sometimes the truth is just all lost in the noise. Tune in each week to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, as nationally known guests talk about what's important to you, your life, your concerns, and your success. Tune in and turn on to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher. Visit ChuckGallagher.com for more information. In retirement, will you have enough money to live life on your terms? Everyone has retirement questions. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. In fact, 93% of clients who've had the Confident Retirement Approach conversation feel more confident about their retirement. Call Jeff Packman Financial Advisor at 425-453-0272 for your Confident Retirement conversation today. Office is located at 601-108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. Percentage based on Ameriprise Financial Confident Retirement Client Survey as of December 2013. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated. A registered investment advisor, Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Do you want more sales, stronger relationships, a better work-life balance? If you answered yes, then you don't want to miss out on this one-of-a-kind event that will impact your life forever. Finish 2015 strong and make 2016 your best year in business ever. Connie Fife, host of Masters Chambers, is sending you a special invitation to the Sales and Leadership Summit. November 4th in Newport Beach, California. Join Connie and sales expert Todd Novak to recharge, motivate, and focus. Don't miss your chance to get in on this one-of-a-kind event and skyrocket your business for 2016. Wednesday, November 4th at the Island Hotel in Newport Beach, California. Lunch, parking, takeaway tools and workbooks included. Visit slsevent.com. That's slsevent.com to learn more and register your spot at the Sales and Leadership Summit today. 
Hi everyone, this is Dr. Pat. I am super excited about the Women of Wisdom Fall Harvest Festival coming in October. For those of you out there, if you're a healer, vendor, reader, or earth-friendly educational group seeking to participate in this fall event, well, you get to reserve your space now. To participate in this event, email wow at womenofwisdom.org. All right, everybody, we'll see you there. Join Chris Stanitz for the 2015 Women of Wisdom Fall Harvest Festival, Saturday, October 24th, 10.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's so great, TJ, to have you here joining us on the show today. And I want to make sure that we, again, before we get going on the topic, that you, you take a minute, let folks know, first of all, how can they get a copy of your book? And tell us a little bit more about the retreat, because I mean, this is the body of work that you do. I mean, you work with people globally, globally on awakening and why awakening is so important in life. So take a minute and give out your website again, if you could. And uh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. TJWoodward.com is my website. And yeah, thank you, Pat. I, you know, we're talking about um, being being our wholeness, and uh, uh, it is my really my divine calling and my purpose. Uh, and we could talk about purpose, I think, maybe on another show. But to assist people in awakening to their true nature, and you know, we we ask the question, what is the end game? And the end game is right here in this moment, living a life free of all those stories that keep us limited. You know, free of the addictions that keep us from experiencing our true nature and our connection and oneness with um, with love really is essentially it. So I work with people um, worldwide, as Pat said, uh, via Skype or FaceTime. I do sessions with people assisting them in the awakening process, moving beyond a life based in ego, letting go of the striving and the clinging um, and the belief that if I just get that perfect job or that perfect partner, I'm going to be okay and really learning um, and practicing. I've developed some methods. There's no way that we can in one hour talk about the how we do this. It's the work that I do individually with people, assisting them in returning to or experiencing their own wholeness and witnessing life from this this perspective, which is absolute freedom. Um, our retreat that's coming up in Mill Valley on October 16th, 17th, and 18th is going to be a weekend filled with these practices. The theme is deepening our authentic connection. And again, you can go to Eventbrite and look up Awakened Living Retreat to find um, to find out about that retreat, Pat. Oh, awesome. Okay, wholeness. You know, we spend a lot of time trying to fill the gap trying to make sure that, you know, we're filling the space, mostly between our ears, you know, in search of, you know, the magic pill. But, you know, this idea of remembering wholeness is, is it requires practice. It requires working with other people. Uh, And, you know, as I said before, there's an end game. Tell us what that is. I think the end game uh, is absolute presence, um, absolute connection with who are who we've come here to be, who and what we are, which is this source energy, um, living beyond a life, clinging to external, to, to, to strive for happiness. You know, one example of this, this may sound unrelated, but I recently heard that yoga was going to be an Olympic sport. 
Uh, and that that right there tells us about how we in the West view life, right? If I can just do it perfectly, if I can just get that pose a certain way. Uh, you know, yoga is a deep meditation practice from India. It's very ancient, and it really is a practice of learning how to connect with our essential nature. And yet we in the West have power yoga, and we have, you know, we see it as, as a way to perfect the body. Uh, so this isn't about um, a mind-based reality. This is about returning to um, that place. Imagine when you're a little kid and a day feels like forever and the curiosity of seeing a butterfly and a flower. That really is how we can experience life again if we're willing to um, really address anything that stands in the way, those limitations that we've created. It's really a prison that we've built around our own beingness uh, and it's my honor to help people dismantle that so we can really experience that same awe and wonder of this. The end game is simply this moment in absolute presence. Mm. You know, in, in the work that you do, and I know you work with people um, around the world, you've also written a book to help folks with, you know, why awakening is so important. You know, I don't think we've talked about what awakening is and, you know, as if it is this thing we get to and never have to do it again. You know, awakening in the way you describe it in the book and the work you do um, has to do with a new sense of awareness. And I want, would love for you to talk about that for a minute because many people believe awareness is the first step. Other people believe it's the final step. <laughs> yeah, I had a great teacher that said there are three steps. Step one is awareness, step two is awareness, and step three is awareness. And when I heard that, I'm like, okay, because my ego mind wants, wants there to be like these clear, concise, you know, steps. I, I, I've had several people recently recommend to me that I either write a second book that has the clear cut steps, you know, one, two, three, four, enlightenment. And it just, that's not, that's not my experience, you know, and so it wouldn't be authentic for me to share that with the world. What is authentic for me to share with the world? is my own journey, my own journey of living a very ego-based life because I felt so broken and thought that if I could achieve just the right, in the right way externally, I would be okay. And my own journey of losing absolutely everything because I had built it with such an egoic um, framework. So the awakening process, as you said, it really is about absolute awareness absolute present, being able to witness life from the view or through the lens of the perfection and the wholeness that we are, and therefore living beyond um, our mind and a set of beliefs that we have and, and finding a place of absolute freedom. And that really is ultimately what this is about. So my book, Conscious Being, is, is my attempt to put into words in some ways that which is, you know, indefinable with words, but I've shared my own personal journey and some spiritual truth and, and some uh, also some practices that will help us to um, return to this way of being. Wow. You know, there's so much that you cover and so much that you do uh, to help people in this place. You know, let's, um, you know, the, the thing that I would love to end the show with is, you know, and I know we have a few minutes left, um, awakening truly can be the pathway for us to an abundant, prosperous, and well-lived life. Um, help us connect the dots with that. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's the paradoxical nature of awakening. 
Um, I believed that if I had what I called abundance or financial success and that perfect partner and that perfect house on the hill and the perfect car that I would be okay. And so I set about doing that, but I wasn't living, I was living my, my life from the outside in. And so what this is about, what awakening about is about, is about living my life from the inside out. The greatest paradox is, you know, one way to say it is when I, when I get the inside right, and I don't want to use the word right, that I don't have another one at this moment, when I'm willing to do that inner work and that awakening to my true nature, then yes, as soon as I do that, it seems like everything in the external realm almost magically corrects itself. I do have the job I love today. I do have the partner that I love. We're getting married next year. You know, I have I have all of all of those things that I was striving for, but because I live my life or live my life from the inside out, it's built now on a much more solid foundation, filled with gratitude, connection, and love. And that's really the passion that I have to share with the world, is how we can live this dynamic life from the inside out. Wow. What a great, great show. And thank you for all that you do. Please give out your information again and tell folks how they can get a copy of your book. Yeah, thank you. TJWoodward.com. You can actually, there's a link to the book there. During the month of October, something that I want to offer your listeners, Pat, is anyone that buys my book, I'm, I'm offering a free 50-minute uh, session where we can really explore these, these ideas and these concepts and these methods for returning to our sinful nature. The best way to do that is consciousbeingbook.com and go to the Buy Now page, and there's a way to uh, to redeem that offer. That's any anyone who buys my book this month in October. Ah, oh, thank you so much. One last question. What is your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today, TJ? My personal message that I'd like to leave us with today is the truth of your being is wholeness and perfection. There is nothing to strive for or cling to simply recognizing that that is the truth of who and what you are. And as we dismantle and let go of all those stories and that armor we've built around that, we can experience a life of absolute, infinite potential and expansiveness. We can tap into this expanded self and and live the most incredibly abundant and dynamic life from this state of being. Wow, thank you so much. Uh, What a great show. Thank you for all that you do. And again, tell folks again, how do they sign up for the workshop and the retreat? Uh, uh, Go to Eventbrite and uh, Awakened Living Retreat. You'll find it there. It's in Mill Valley on October 16th, 17th, and 18th. Awesome. Thank you so much. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on. We'll see you next time. 